All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the host, guest, and its callers. You have just stepped into a crust-free zone with Dr. Pat Basile. What is crust? Crust is that stuff that stands between you and what you want out of life. Crust is what keeps you stuck. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living your deepest heart's desire. So get ready to do some serious crust busting with Dr. Pat and break through those layers of crusty conditioning to reveal the unlimited possibilities available to you. Dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew that you could not fail. All comments, views, and Well, welcome, crust busters. Yes, you have just stepped into a crust-free zone with me, Dr. Pat Basile. I am thrilled to be part of the powerful lineup on Voice America. My program, Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life, features stories of people who have busted through the crust to live life full out. Right about now, you're asking, what the heck is crust? Well, we're going to talk a lot about that throughout the show, but I'll tell you, it's anything that stands between you and what you want out of life. And I mean anything. So get ready. We have a fabulous show today. And, you know, prepare yourself for a new face on the Wheaties box because America has its first grand master of memory, Scott Hagwood. He, uh, Scott will, is joining us today in an exclusive internationally broadcasted interview with me on this show, the 13th World Memory Championships, called by some the Olympics of the Mind. Did you hear that? The Olympics of the Mind was held in Malaysia with Scott emerging as America's first grandmaster. And, you know, folks, after competing with 46 other mind athletes representing over 20 countries in 10 events over a three-day intensive period, here's what we have. Scott Hagwood, America's own grandmaster of memory. And I have to tell you, you name it, Scott has been featured just about everywhere. Good Morning America, CBS Early Show, 2020, Dateline, Fox, Friends, of course. (laughs) And today we have a powerful and unique program that will be uplifting and inspiring because Scott is going to help each and every one of us turn up, just turn up the signal on our memory. So let's not say any more right now uh, because I just want you to meet Scott. He is amazing. Scott, good morning to you. Welcome. Good morning, Pat. Thank you so very much for having me on your show. This is just so exciting, so very exciting. Thank you. Oh, we are excited to have you on the show. And I want to just, let's just congratulate you on this just unbelievable, amazing accomplishment. Uh, grand Master. That has such a sweet sound to it. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it's something that is just, you, you look at what you have to do to become this grandmaster of mammon, and, and you're thinking there's absolutely no way anybody could ever do those kinds of things. I'm with and you. And that's what your crust-busting show is all about, is removing that crust and busting through those limits that we place on ourselves, and that is exactly why they hold these tournaments, to show that there is no true limit to anything that we want to be able to do. And a part of this uh, Grandmaster title is is kind of a testimony to that. Tell us a little bit about that championship, if you will. Well, uh, they hold this championship in various areas throughout the world. Uh, this year it was in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Mm. And the world championship, there were ten mind-grueling events, but I want to talk about three of them because there were three things that I had to be able to do to get this coveted title of Grandmaster. 
In one hour's time, I had to remember at least seven decks of cards in perfect order in an hour. I had to remember. (laughs) I'm sorry, go ahead. Seven decks of cards. Seven decks of cards in perfect order. I also had to remember at least 713 random numbers in perfect sequence in an hour. Mm -hmm. And finally, on the third thing I had to do, I had to remember a shuffle deck of cards at, um, in under in under three minutes. So those were the three criteria that I had to be able to do. And with a determination and really just a very positive attitude and, and understanding that there really is no such thing as a limit, I was able to do all that. In fact, I was able to do it quite well. I did, seven, I did nine decks of cards instead of just seven. I did over 800 numbers instead of just 713, and I did the deck of cards in a national uh, breaking record of two minutes even. So I was just so excited. I couldn't believe it. it oh, you're wonderful. pumping me up. <laughs> I'm, I got the, I'm sitting here, and I've got the heat on, and I've got goosebumps. Oh, it's this just absolutely This is an amazing, amazing thing. And, and I mentioned earlier that you are the first, America's first grandmaster. That is an amazing accomplishment. Well, and what it, exactly does that designa- designation mean? Well, what that does is it, it puts me in a category of about 30, there are only 30, about 30 people in the world who have this designation. They've been holding the world member tournaments for the last 13 years. And we have been sending people over from the United States uh, to participate in the event. Uh, how you get there is that there is the USA Memorial. They call them the National Memory Championships. Mm. And they take place up in New York City every year. In fact, this year, or in 2004, it's going to be on February the 28th. And it's an open event. Anybody can enter. And there is a website uh, that you uh, can go to. It's www.usamemoriad.com. And not only does it give you the registration form, but it also, too, outlines the five events that take place in the national competition. But the, usually the top person, or sometimes, depending on if we have enough sponsors, uh, the top three get to go to uh, wherever they're going to be holding the world tournament. And so that's kind of how I got involved into the national or into the world, into the world event. Well, you know, there's something very, very interesting I would love for you to share with our listeners because when I, when I first, you know, was heard that you would be joining um, us today, I was thrilled. And at the same time, I must say, my crust, I will say this, a little <laughs> intimidated because, of course, you know, the thought is, wow, you know, each of us has to have this photographic memory in order to remember where the keys are, et cetera. But that's not your story. And, um, you know, tell us a little bit about how you became involved in this and what is your experience and belief around this? Well, the, Pat, that is such a wonderful question because I, I know that a lot of your listeners, because I felt the very same way when I looked to that website for the national tournament and even more so for the world tournament thinking there's just no way anybody can do this you've got to have as you said a photographic memory is there such a thing as a photographic memory there's not really been any kind of research to show that and that should be very encouraging because if there is no such thing truly or at least if research has not been able to prove that then can we not develop what is tantamount to 
total recall. And if I can be a very you know moderate example of, of that possibility, well, yes, because what happened was in 1999 I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Mm. If I show, if I had the courage to show you my grades in high school and college, you would think, well, there's nothing outstanding about that. I mean, a, a B student at best. I didn't make honors in anything. In fact, I wish I had known some of these memory techniques <laughs> when I was going through school because I could have really had a good time partying. And, uh, you know, less time studying. Uh, yes. But, but uh, anyway, when I was going through some of the cancer treatments, one of the, some of the side effects was loss of cognitive skills and loss of memory. And so I picked up a couple of books by Tony Buzan, uh, Use Both Sides of Your Brain and Use Your Perfect Memory. And in that, he talked about memory techniques that help you remember decks of cards and names and faces and numbers and words and poetry. So as I was going through those treatments, I was keeping my mind active, even though my body was, you know, really, I guess, very, very tired and exhausted from going through, you know, all the stuff I had to go through. I I truly believe that keeping my mind active, going through all that stuff, really helped my recovery along the way. As a result of that, I was flipping through the channels on 2020 and saw they had something called the National Memory Championships. And I thought, wow, wow. that's really cool. It looks like they're remembering names and faces and cards. So I thought that I would enter it just to see how well I would do. And the very first time I entered, I won. I couldn't believe it. And that right oh, there goodness. told me right away going, you know, there truly are no limits. Oh, that, you know, that is amazing. I, I was um, recently, um, you know, and of course I'm so interested in the power of the brain, the power of the mind. Oh, yeah. And especially, you know, the work by Herbert Benson. And you are a testimony to the amazing accomplishments that we can do if we just put our minds to it and, you know, we persevere. And, you know, something else you said which I so honor, and I'd like to hear more about that. And that is, you really weren't afraid to take action on your own behalf. You entered the tournament. Well, Pat, I think that probably is the fundamental key because I always hated being tested. Even in that's probably why I didn't do so well in the high school and college because I always hated taking tests. Uh-huh. And the very and the very thought of being national televised or national television up there in in New York on the tournament, I was thinking. Well, good heavens, I don't want to fail in front of national television, but I thought, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of this, you know, fear holding me back. Let me just go and just do it. I don't have anything to lose. I can't do anything but win because I get a chance to to be with some of the top memorizers here in the United States. I get to meet Tony Buzan, the guy who I read the books about. At least I get his autograph, so there were many more benefits that overrode that fear. And now it just... I, the possibilities are just so unlimited. I'm just absolutely amazed. You just really, you're a crust buster from way back there, Scott. <laughs> you just knocked the heck out of that. Uh, well, you say way back. I, I, I really contribute that back to 1999 because I really let a lot of the fear and stuff when I look back over my life thinking, you know, I just, I don't know that I can do that. I'm, I remember going uh, when I was in high school, I was a pretty good basketball player, but I mm-hmm. didn't have enough confidence in myself. I had that fear that I maybe couldn't do as well as some of the other players, and that really held me back. And I, I looked look at that and I thought, you know, I'm just not going to let that fear control me anymore. Let's just get out and do it, learn from it, and move on. Well, you know, the first crust-busting rule of engagement is you got to suit up. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's got to, you got to put the, you got to put the suit on and you and show up. 
and that's what you're saying to folks and to our listeners. You're inviting them to, you know, to think about the things in their lives that they want to do and to take action, suit up, and just do it. I think and I've the spent... preparation is all part of the plan. Amen. I, absolutely, because I think I've spent more time anticipating things that never happened, inventing <laughs> fears that were never there, that held me back for no real reason. And I oh, think during this that. testimony, this tournament is, is is a testimony to that. And you are a testimony to that. Well, you know, Scott, I'm certain that our <laughs> listeners would like to get some tips from you on well, how sir. to really hone in on their abilities. Um, first of all, let me say this, the abilities that we know they already have. Um, so let's just take a short break. Give our listeners a chance to call in at one 335 5204 to offer a challenge to Scott or to get some tips. So, you know, you could call in with a list of 10 words and you could challenge Scott to remember them. And if you don't uh, have access to a phone, you can email me at pat at crustbusting.com, and we will certainly take care of that here. To learn more about Scott, please go to www.scotthagwood.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-H-A-G-W-O-O-D.com. So stay tuned for more Crust Busting with me, Dr. Pat, and we are in for a pro- the program of your lives, folks. Be right back. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time here on voiceamerica.com connections with linda reed is a show dedicated to exploring and reporting on the intuitive arts healing and the rising emphasis on personal spiritual pursuits heard every saturday at 10 a.m pacific time connections will report on the latest breakthroughs in long distance healing brain state healing through meditation or crystal therapy and sound therapy we will also provide information for those curious about metaphysics. So whether it's meditation, angels, or an interest in developing the intuitive side of your life, listen to Connections with Linda Reed every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time right here on voiceamerica.com. Did you know that who you are and how you feel can be determined by your handwriting? It's true. And on As I See It with Ron Rice, he'll prove it. Heard every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. As I See It will discuss how profiling handwriting can do everything from matchmaking to solving crimes. Ron will show you how to detect temper, love, and jealousy in the written word, as well as have discussions on some of the most famous letters of all time, such as the John Bonet Ramsey ransom note. This show is interactive, so you can send us handwriting samples to have analyzed on the air. The written word is a powerful thing. Find out how powerful by listening to As I See It every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on voiceamerica.com. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. 
On Managing Technology the Right Way, we will talk about the benefits of new technology as well as its associated risks. Heard every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, Sunjo Gall, the host of Managing Technology the Right Way, will interview business leaders and other experts that have shaped the way we use this new technology. So if you want to keep up with the changing world of technology, listen to Managing Technology the Right Way with Sunjo Gall every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on BusinessAmericaRadio.com. Informative, educational, and entertaining. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crest busting. Well, we are back, and welcome back. You're listening to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life, and I am Dr. Pat Basile. We, you know what we do here? We bust through the crust. And what that means is the years of crusty conditioning that hold us back from living our lives full out. And so we are here today, voiceamerica.com, and that is Thursdays, 8 a.m. Pacific time, and in the evening again, if you uh, would like to hear us again at 8, a, 8, at 8 p.m. Today we are honoring Scott Hagwood, America's first grandmaster of memory. Scott is here today to share his strategies for total recall. His no-nonsense techniques have helped millions of people improve their productivity, enhance relationships, and build strong networks through the power of improved memory skills. Are you ready to forget the fear, better known as crust? As a matter of fact, let me say this that uh, Tony Dottino, who is the founder and chairman of the USA Memory Championships, has said this, it would be easier to find people to get up on stage naked than to find people willing to enter a memory competition. So what is the myth that we have around our memory, and how are we going to get rid of it? Well, Scott Hagwood is here to tell us all about it. Hi, Scott. <laughs> hey, Pat. Oh, that's so funny, that naked comment. That's just, that, but that's so very true. You, you get that fear-induced, oh, I can do that, and, and uh, you start finding limits for yourself. Well, let me tell you about the naked comment. The whole <laughs> idea about getting up on a stage being naked, it just about brings up the big chunks of crust for me. But on top of that, I totally agree with Tony. Standing up and thinking about memory, you know, in a society that has, you know, just bought stock in ginkgo. Uh, right? <laughs> That's right, right. So, you know, what can we say to folks about the fear and the myth? Well, some, somehow along the way as children, when we think about how babies learn, they don't have any limits. They just keep on going. And, you know, oh, yeah. when they begin to walk, they, they fall so many times. When they begin to speak, they keep at it. They keep at it. And somewhere yeah. along the way as we grow up, we begin to think that we've got a limit. We hear the word no or can't or whatever. And we, we begin to believe that part of ourselves. Oh, so much so. And and somehow, and this is one of the wonderful things that both Tony Dettino and Tony Buzan share, is in order for us to really break through this no-limit zone that we place on ourselves is you've got to be able to think like a child. 
Keep on going. Keep it, you know, have no fear. And that is one of the wonderful things about holding on or about participating in these memory tournaments to show that there truly are no limits to your memory and they can actually improve as you get older. When I think about the top people in the world Hmm. for memory, I'm 40, I'll be 41 years old in January and my memory is improving. The eight time world memory champion, Dominic O'Brien, is 45 years old. and he improves every year. So you know, just because we're getting uncle, older. Oh, you know, I think that is worth saying again. Do you know why? Because that is, I know that that is something that I did not know, that our memory improves. Because we, you know, what we hear is as we get older, we're just going to lose this memory thing. Wow. And that sounds like that is not the truth. That is trust, isn't it? Well, th- th- that's right. That- that's well. I'm getting older, you know. I've got too many things on my mind, you know. I've just I've got too much stuff to remember as it is. Anyway, it's getting all clogged up. Those are the typical kind of comments that you hear for why you can't remember things. But truly, if you think about it, memory is really nothing more than a thought and an association. And as you get older, what have you done? You've experienced more thoughts. You've had more experiences in your life. You've had more things to associate. That is why an eighty five-year-old can outthink me in a card game or a chess game or in a battle of wits because they have more life experience than me that they can come around and get me in angles or or help me with angles that I never thought about because they have experienced it. And that is what makes memory so wonderful, that there truly are no limits. And as we get older, we can actually improve it. You know, my 85-year-old uncle, who I, I talked to yesterday, about you appearing on the show had that question because you know we we really you know hear so much in the world in the outer world about uh alzheimer's and things that um are are about to happen to us you know and the question is you know is that going to happen to us and how much of that you know believing in those things really manifests you know the nightmare that we hold what you're saying is that that's really not the truth. And, um, and you've shared something very interesting uh, that my uncle will, will totally appreciate because he's always told me that he certainly has more capacity for life, you know, than all of his nieces and nephews. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he makes the best eggplant parmesan around uh. and remembers how to do it every time. <laughs> uh, you know? Well, go ahead. <laughs> He's he's an amazing, an amazing, an amazing uh, man. Let me ask you this: um, How about a few practical tips on memory? Well, for there example, is, you, I'm a you, you know I'm a facilitator. So are you? How do we remember people's names? Well, there are all kinds of tricks to be able to remember people's names. Um, but the best thing that works for me is to simply associate the new path that I'm meeting with a path that I already know in my mind because oh. I know lots of paths that I've grown up with or that I've met in this circle of influence that I have, and so I find some characteristic. It could be the eye color or the hair color or the way they hold themselves, or perhaps it is similar interest. Perhaps it's you know, on the radio. Perhaps it's they're undergoing some kind of medical treatment. Find that common characteristic, and that is huge. And the reason why is because you've already got these 
things in your your um, in your mind and memory about paths that are floating on in your in your head that are already there. And so as you're meeting someone, you find that characteristic and it really automatically aligns your brain cells to go, okay, I remember you, you're Pat, and it becomes automatic. Wow. So it's a connection. It's um, really connecting that which we already have in terms of association and imagery, isn't it? Exactly. And that... If, if I had to say that, if there's one fundamental of memory, that is it. It is taking that new information and associating it with something that we already know because we can process it so quickly. Now, the reason why names are typically difficult to remember is because there was only one Dr. Pat, very unique, very wonderful person. If I meet Why's another that? Pat, they may be a baker, they may be doing something else, but mm-hmm. somewhere along the way, there's that common thread. Mm-hmm. Everything relates to everything else, and that is the secret to being able to remember. Wow. You know, um, I wanted to ask you about something we touched on, uh, I think, during the, the break, about tip of the tongue syndrome. Yeah. That sounds scary to me. <laughs> I think our listeners could really relate to that. Would you explain that? Well, we've all been in those situations where we've had somebody come up to us and start speaking to us right away, calling us by name, and we should know who they are, but we have not a clue as to what their name is. We know. Oh about my them. goodness! Know. You uh, and that is like an amazing crust building thing that happens there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, and do we? And then we try to have a conversation. Isn't that great? I know. Well, what we do is we spend most of that time thinking, okay, I need to be able to just rebound on what she's saying and try to talk about anything but what her name or his name actually is. We live kind of in that fear. Oh, no, you know what it is. The first thing to do when you're involved in that situation is don't panic. Because when you panic, what happens? You, your stress level builds. And every time that we have stress in our lives, and that really is another whole topic of discussion, there are actually neurons, uh, neurotransmitters that get from our brain um, that, actually block our mem- that actually block our memory. Well, Scott? Yes. Okay, I think we're fading in and out a little bit. Uh, well, you know... <laughs> And I'm not going to have any crust around that, So, because I'm with you, Scott, and you are an amazing, amazing person. Um, You know, I can't tell you how often I have been in that situation with, you know, meeting people on the street, especially now with the crust-busting things. I'll be at a meeting, and people will write on a piece of paper, are you Pat? And so what you've helped me with right here is not to go into panic because I don't recognize them or don't know who they are. Or, you know, the tip of the tongue, it's like right there. It's right there. It's right there. And you're right, what we put our attention on. So here I am focusing on what I don't remember. That's right, and that's exactly what you don't want to do. You engage them in conversation and then quickly kind of go through the alphabet because a lot of times we'll know that it starts with an A or... Yeah. Or perhaps that it's a, we know that it's two syllables or a one-syllable word or two syllables. Work on that for about a minute. Also, mm-hmm. too, during that time when, they're, when you're having that conversation, try to recreate the environment. Where did I see this person last? Did That's I see so them in a meeting someplace in the grocery store? <gasps> Only That's a that very good a... tip. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So actually go back and try to think about the situation or the circumstance. 
that, well, you know, how many times have we been in, say, the living room thinking, oh, gosh, I need to go to the kitchen and get such and such. And you get in the mm-hmm. kitchen, you go, what am I here for? You know, we, we, or we walk in the next room going, I forgot why I was here. What do we always do? We go back to the room that we first had that thought. And the majority of the time we remember, oh, yeah, that's what it was. I was going to go to the kitchen and get some crackers or whatever it was. So recreating the environment where the person was or where the thought was is a huge strategy to be able to help do that. That just happened to me yesterday. (laughs) I couldn't find my phone. (laughs) And I thought, okay, this is sort of like, you know, I went totally down the path of crust. This is oh, this is like an omen. I've got the you know America's you know first memory champion at Grandmaster on my show, and now I have misplaced my phone. But I did exactly what you said. I retraced my steps, and actually, my phone was in my closet. I'm you know sorry to say it was in my closet, but, but God, I did find my phone doing exactly what you said. And you know, not panicking is really the key. I mean, you know, that, the whole stress thing just does not add not one single thing. And you must be a very cool cucumber to be able to compete in these competitions. And, you know, uh, that, is, that is just a fabulous tip for each and every one of us. Uh, when we come back from the break, let's take a short break. I, I believe we have a caller as well. And we will speak with, uh, you know, Jane from Seattle when we, when we come back. So uh, stay tuned, folks. We have Scott Hagwood here, America's first grandmaster of memory. And we, were go- we are going to have Scott share his strategies for total recall today. And all you will need to do is pick up the phone at one 335 5204 Call in toll-free. And uh, Scott will share his amazing strategies. Also, if you'd like to know more about Scott, and how to contact him and have him work with you and your organization, please go to www.scotthagwood.com. This is an amazing individual who has taken a, 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 an incredibly you know, life-turning situation and really has, it's just awesome, has created the awesomeness of this life. So stay tuned, folks. We will be right back with a caller. And uh, I believe we'll have a challenge, Scott. Wonderful. Every Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, join the changing world of work for an educational program aimed at everyone who works. Rich DiGiorgio, the host of the changing world of work, is the thought leader who focuses on real-time issues that matter. No matter what your job, you can make the world of work really work. Your actions and decisions count on the changing world of work with Rich DiGiorgio. Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, here on VoiceAmerica.com. In surveys, voters cite education as a topic of great interest. However, most schools are still operating as industrial-age schools, using outdated instruction and textbooks. The digital age offers new possibilities for a new vision of education, where technology can be a driving force to connect students and teachers with new knowledge, experts, and their communities. Voice America is proud to announce a new show dedicated to informing America about these new possibilities. Edutopia from the George Lucas Foundation will explore how technology can change the way students are preparing for the digital age. That's Edutopia, hosted by Dr. Milton Chen, every Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on VoiceAmerica.com. 
How are you coping in today's new and down economy? The Work World's Radio Hour will explore many of the challenges companies and families face in the 21st century. Beth and her guests will discuss how the current economy impacts areas ranging from career transitions, families, and new technology. Listen to the Work World's Radio Hour every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time right here on voiceamerica.com. Do you want to change your life? It can be hard to figure out what you want and how to get it. A life coach can help you sort it through. Learn how on the Many Faces of Coaching, Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific. We'll share wealth strategies from prosperity coaches, manifestation techniques from spiritual coaches, professional success tips from career coaches, and more. For details, visit Miboso.com. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com, the world's leader in Internet talk radio. Welcome back to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crest busting. Well, folks, welcome back to the show, Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life, with me, Dr. Pat Basili, and my guest, America's Grandmaster of Memory, Scott Hagwood, who we have here coming right off his amazing accomplishment at the championships held in Malaysia this month. You are hearing from Scott right here in an exclusive international interview, uh, well, even before Letterman, Leno, and Oprah. What do you think of that, folks? We busted some crust around here. Now... To join us, uh, please, um, you know, call in at one eight 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 three three five five two zero four to speak with Scott. And again, we are on at eight a.m. on Thursdays. Now, let's listen. We have a a a, a wonderful caller, Jane from Seattle, who has just called in uh, and has ten words for Scott. Jane, good morning to you. Good morning, Pat. How are you today? Oh, I'm great, and I'm really excited about this list. I wanted to take, take you up on that offer of ten words for Scott. Well, are we ready, Scott? Ready as I'll ever be. I just, you know, I just have to get used to the testing thing, and that's, just, and, and that's part of it, and that's, and that's wonderful. Uh, thank you, Jane, for calling in. Do I just rattle them off? Do I rattle them off fast? I mean, are, how do I do this? Probably just you know, speak them as you know, if it's you know, something like cup. Picture, okay. you know that that kind of thing. Not okay. not so quickly, but just in a, in a moderate in a moderate tone would be fine. Okay, okay. So so here we go. Are you ready? I am as ready as I'll be. <laughs> okay. Dictionary, establishment, parliamentary, disc, phenomenal, luxury, magnificence, scintillating, melodic, awesomeness. Wow. <laughs> Now I can wow. go back to single syllables. Oh, what they were they were they were a lot of a lot of syllables yeah, uh, to so that. Yeah, let's go back to single syllables. Oh gosh. Um, oh yeah, I know. I, the first word uh, that you had was dictionary, and That's I believe right. the second word that you had was establishment. That's correct. 
And then I'm losing it a little bit on the, uh, you know, I'm trying to sit here and, and think because as you're doing the multiple number of right. syllables, it's like luxury and awesomeness and this kind of thing. That's right. um, I know, for example, the, uh, of course, I've got it in, in a different one, but I think the eighth word is like scintillating. That's correct. Um, and then the last word I think you had was awesomeness. That's or correct. The word, that, that, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. for some reason, and somewhere around, I think the word right before scintillating was, uh, was it magnificent? That's correct. Okay. Magnificent. And then before that, was it luxury? That's correct. Okay. Oh, and then somewhere, I don't know why I've got a picture of a desk. Did you say desk? I said disc. Okay. Yes. So, you know, and, and the other two words uh, before desk, uh, they just seem to be evaporating, you know, for me. Uh, and I'm and not, they uh, were multisyllable. Um, interesting. One was parliamentary. Parliamentary. Mm-hmm. And the other was phenomenal. Wow. That, that oh. is interesting. And, uh, you know, one of the things about being able to, example, remember somebody's name is Tom uh, is easy. David, right. you know, we've got two syllables. I can think of when we tend to forget things, we can remember, like, okay, I remember how many syllables it was. There was a long-syllable word. There was a one-syllable word. And what that tells us is, as we encode this information, that it's like a mirror. It shatters. It goes to various parts of the brain. How to say it goes in one part. The actual definition goes to another part. How many syllables it has goes to yet another part. The visual image of what that is goes to yet another part of the brain. So that's why a lot of times when you're in those embarrassing situations when you're going up and going, oh, gosh, I know you. You called in on the Dr. Pat show, and you gave me this list of ten words, and you're really excited about this. And and all the time I'm trying to think of your name. I go, okay, one-syllable word. What happens is, is that I'm trying to bring all this information back, but usually that name, because it's so unique, so, you know, it's so unique that it's difficult sometimes to get that pathway back, even though I know a lot of information about you, because you're unique, sometimes it's difficult to bring that last piece of the puzzle together. So it's interesting um, that that shattered mirror uh, metaphor. Well, that was amazing. Those were, you know, you lost me after the first word, and quite frankly, I'm trying to remember what that was right now. The first and word. So, yeah, Scott, the first word that was amazing to me. Uh, it, you know, and how you well, were able to sort of just stay with this and call these words back. Well, that yeah. was wonderful. Well, what well, was the I'm first Jane. word, Jane? You know, that um, what I wanted to say is, you know, I can see how this would be difficult because the words I gave you were like three or four, um, some of them five syllables long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a taxation on the memory, I would imagine, although maybe that's that's a belief of mine. Maybe that's not necessarily true. Um, but it seems like that would add something. I teach English as a second language um, at the university level, and we're always learning each other's names because I feel very strongly about that. And one name that I have never, ever forgotten is a student who decided her name was so long in Thai, um, she comes from Bangkok, that she decided to be known as A+. And wouldn't you know, every student in every single class that she's had has never, ever forgotten her name because it's, there's a story associated with grades and tests and exams and, exams and all of that, so maybe there's enough context to remember her name, whereas, you know, her, her name in Thai would just be a much more difficult thing because we have no association with 
with those sounds, you know, as beautiful as it is. So it made me think about um, just what, what you were saying, and it makes me really anxious to read a book because my, my fear is, uh, has to do about losing memory, and there's kind of a, a societal belief that this happens to you as you age, and what I hear you doing, Scott, is debunking it. And, you know, gosh, what a fabulous service for all of us. So, you know, thank you for um, sharing your experience and um, just your sheer determination um, when you've got that thyroid cancer to kind of not lose your mind. That's sort of what I heard and the route you went. <laughs> well, Jane, thank you so very much for calling in and especially giving me those difficult words. And I, 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 enjoy, the, I enjoy the challenge for it, and I'm, and I'm glad that I was able to at least maybe, you know, touch you in some way to give you that home going, hey, I'm actually looking forward to growing older because I've got yeah, more absolutely. mental connections than I can make. Well, thank you so much. Well, Bye-bye. thank you, Jane. And, that, you know, thank you for really, you know, pointing out to all of us that we could turn that script around in a second. And if there are, are, are folks out there that are listening to this that have parents or, like me, aunts or uncles, you want to get this information to them ASAP, don't you think? That's right. Well, Jane, thank you, thank you, and I hope you'll be able to share this with people that are close to you, and certainly for yourself and your own life, because because now what you know is that your memory is going to get better. That's right. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, thank you so much. Have a, make yourself a fabulous day. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Scott, that's... You know, you are just amazing. I am just, you know, I think I'm going to stay with the chicken skin throughout the show. That's just the way it's going to be today. There's nothing that I'm going to be able to do about it. Um, Let me ask you this question. I I, I really, this is something so interesting to me. Um, I was looking at your bio, and it says that you used to be a chemical engineer. Yes. And here you are, the grandmaster of memory. Has your entire life changed? Well, it, it certainly has because engineering is, is a wonderful field. I mean, I get to you know be exposed to thought processes and things like that that I normally would, but there's a passion about being able to understand more of the cognitive processes and being able to say, hey, if I can do this, you know, somebody comes from a very you know average you know background, if I can do these what appears to be these phenomenal feats. Anybody can do this, mm-hmm. and part of it is just a skill that's developed. But the biggest part of it is is the I can do it. There are no limits attitude. You know, and you have that. You know, I've talked to you, you know, before this interview, and you are so can do. And that is what we talk about in crust busting. It is this idea that you say yes to life, and you say yes to the things that, uh, you know, show up in your life in a way that uh, really brings your vision to life. And that's, that's what you've done. The other thing I've I, I noticed is, which is a personal passion of mine, is that you work with corporations and organizations to help with productivity. What's that like? Well, that that is very exciting because what happens is that we get into that corporate environment, and for some reason we feel like 
oh gosh, I'm being overwhelmed with information, or you know, they're, you're having to update what you were learning. It seems like every two years or so, because the information that we're gathering now is only good for a very short period of time because of the internet, because our society is changing so quickly because of the new information, those kinds of things, and people are being so overwhelmed as mm-hmm. to how do I handle all this information, how do I process? It's nothing more than just learning how to learn, being able to understand more about how you process information and to tap into your unlimited potential. Well, that's fabulous. Hold on, and we will talk about that when we come back from our our short break. So, folks, uh, when we come back, Scott will be talking about some of the challenging competitions he's been in and how to use the cross-busting power tool of perseverance that brought him to being America's Grandmaster of Memory, a super athlete. So please call us now, toll free, at 1-888-335-5204 to ask Scott uh, for tips, uh, you know, to help you create this laser-sharp memory. You're listening to Quest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. And, boy, we are so blessed to have Scott on the show today. For more about Scott, please visit his website at www.scotthaglid.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for more inspiration and memory tips. Stay tuned. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com, the world's leader in Internet talk radio. Every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Arizona Standard Time, join Valerie Kirkgaard for powerful and playful conversations that invoke planetary transformations on Waking Up in America, a show full of wit, opinions, and insights into how we create the world in which we live. Adventure is always important on Waking Up in America every Wednesday at 12 p.m. with Valerie Kirkgaard, only on voiceamerica.com. Hi, this is Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on voiceamerica.com. Tune in Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific for the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. My guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call into Positive Living on Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern, and 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com. Ever wonder why some ideas make it from concept to reality, while other promising ideas just fizzle? Join us every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time for Invent the Future. You'll hear from innovators who have created breakthroughs in their businesses and their communities. You'll learn about the newest ideas that are shaping success in the 21st century. And you'll hear from leaders who are creating the future with their novel approaches to management. Join Janice Maffei and Joanne Spigner from First Vision for Invent the Future, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, only on voiceamerica.com. In the spirit of have couch will travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control, and everyone agrees on it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from the Beverly Hills office every Monday at noon Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling, or whenever you need a soothing voice to call and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Monday at noon Pacific time here on VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com, the world's leader in Internet talk radio. 
Welcome back to Trust Testing Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust testing. Well, welcome back. You're listening, as you just heard, to Trust Us You Order an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat. We're here on Voice America Thursdays at 8, Pacific Time, again, Thursday evening. And um, to, know, to find out more about crust busting, you can go to www.crustbusting.com and take a look at what that is and who I am, and you get to see my picture out there. I think I'm in a skydiving event. Anyway, today we are just thrilled to have the Grandmaster, America's first Grandmaster of Memory, hailed by USA Today, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, Newsweek, People. I could go on about Scott Hadwick and his remarkable accomplishments, but I won't because I want you to hear from Scott himself. Scott, how are you? I'm doing fine, Beth. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been such a wonderful experience. You know, we were talking at the break about uh, the, the human element of this and how each and every person that is listening to this show can really, really have the gift that you have so demonstrated. Um, my question for you is, you know, around the competition, can you recall what the hardest event uh, has been for you in these competitions? Well, in the, uh, in the world of competition, they have something called, ludicrously enough, binary numbers. Well, they give us a 4,500 random binary number, 11001001. Oh, my God, you just gave me a hot flash. <laughs> that does 
good is a habit of, of focusing in on the moment. And so when we think about, where can I put my phone? Where do I put my car keys? A lot of times it can be contributed to, to, to one of those three questions, but particularly paying attention. Oh, my gosh, where do I put my Because you, you weren't thinking about where it was. You were thinking about other things that were going on, preoccupied. And that is something that America, especially, is so busy that we do develop the habit of thinking about in the future and the past. You know, we are caught up in the business. I hadn't really thought about those three things. And so in order to keep our, you know, fuel tank, you know, sort of at least full so we can at least, you know, turn the engine and get going, we really have to make sure that we cover those three things, don't we? Exactly. Well, I haven't thought about that because, you know, <laughs> I, so quickly, I mean, we hear it. I, the jokes we make around our memory um, are, you know, oh, my goodness, I, I, I forgot that today. What's it going to be like 20 years from now? And I think our mind really hears that negative message. Don't you think that we actually can, you know, so wouldn't it be wise to acknowledge, you know, to let people know today not the negative parts of our memory? Absolutely. I'm going to give, I hope your listeners just probably the best news as far as being friends and faces. Do I remember everybody that I meet? No. Do I have that pick the tongue syndrome? Yes, I do. So I feel like it's the national memory champion. I hold the national record in that particular event finished uh, as a bronze medalist in the particular event in the world. If, if I cannot remember somebody else's name, it's okay for your listeners to have those moments where it's blank. It's part of who we are. But are the things we can do to improve? Yes. But it has to be perfect all the time. No, it's okay. Thank you so much for saying that because, you know, this really isn't about perfection, is it? No, no, oh my gosh, no, not at all. Yeah, that's like, I guess that's what we show up to human beings.